On this week's Bet the Process podcast, we have one of our top 12 favorite guests, Preston Johnson, who's going to be telling us about what he's been doing in the NFT space. Um, It's not a Daft Punk album cover, but it's something (laughs) like that. And then we do a lot of breakdowns of the NFL and finally get to probably the only analysis you're going to hear of betting women's water polo in the Olympics. And with that, let's start the process. Bet, 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 bet the process. Bet, 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 bet the process. Welcome to the podcast. Bet the process. It's not that typical cookie cutter nonsense. If you came just for pics, you're in the wrong place. Find a talent with the narrative to make a strong case. Instead of blindly assuming a team must be tanking, we're looking for the edge of Massey Peabody rankings. Crunching all the numbers in a simulated system that break down the data analytically driven. Media coverage of sports gambling is pathetic. Welcome to a long awaited episode of the bet the process podcast where we have one of our top seven favorite guests on uh preston johnson the sports cheetah who do you think the six are that we like better than you all of the people in the calcutta as you guys do for the last two months jeff's like a millionaire now so <laughs> i'll just say all of them are your favorite people i guess so have, you been paying, included. Have, you, have you been paying attention to the calcutta uh, a little bit yeah I, I i helped you guys run the one Oh, that's and right. And you're probably going to have to help Logan, us run this. this you uh, and Logan crushed that one. I can help with the British Open if you need it. And then you just crush the next one too. Yeah, I see the you know the updates at the end. So I know you are doing well. Congrats. Are you um are you dying to get back into the Calcuttas? It sounds like we're going to probably do one for the NFL season. You, you, you definitely don't want me like mushing your your Calcutta streak right now. So Dude, you know. as soon as I take a percentage, it's you know. What's going good. on with what's going on with your weight loss situation? So yeah, I can give you the rundown on that. I lost. 20 pounds right away through February. And then I got really lazy. I was really excited about losing 20 so quickly. And then I did this Mm -hmm. NFT punks comic project that I like spent a lot of time on for another two months. And I basically plateaued, but then this month, or excuse me, in June, I ate vegan and I did a 72 hour fast that ended uh, today. And um, I'm probably more like, you know, minus 26, 27 range. I haven't actually weighed myself. What are you trying to get to? trying to lose 50. So I have to have to go hard for the next couple of months, but um, I don't know. I, I, I set that goal out. I think I'll probably hit it by the end of the year for sure. But if it means I, I start betting football a little early, I might forgive myself somewhat for that. I mean, I feel like 26 pounds in that amount of time. If you go any more than that, it's like, it's going to be hard to maintain that, right? Like now you should just try to get a healthy lifestyle and like lose a pound or two a week or something. My, my brother actually mentioned that he's the opposite of me. He's like ripped nutritionist, personal trainer. And, and he said, yeah, after a certain point, you want to just try to do one or two pounds a week. So it might end up being by the end of 2021, um, as opposed to, you know, by September, but we'll see. Should, I'm going really hard this month and we'll see where I'm at at the end of July. You should set the goal to lose it by the time there's no COVID in the United States. Zero cases. So I have no, I never have to get there. Okay. I mean, that'll work. You make your political judgments how you want, but I, I sure. think that COVID might be gone pretty soon. I so, hope I hope you're right. I'm not sure that's going to be the case. Uh, Rufus, are you going to say anything? Do you want to say hello? You're on you guys, mute, no camera? No, I'm here. I'm here. You guys are talking. I'm listening. I'm Have you been, man? I haven't talked to Rufus in a while. You know, hanging in there, man. Hanging in there one day at a time. But, I, you know, 
I'm trying not to interrupt too much, and you guys had your thing going, so I was just sitting back. and We had some witty banter going. You know, I didn't um, want to get in the middle of it. So you mentioned, Cheetah, this whole uh, NFT thing that you're doing, like the Daft Punk comics or whatever. What, what's going on with that? Tell us about that. Sure. So, oh, man. Uh, I'll try to give you, like, the two-minute rundown. So people are at least somewhat familiar with CryptoPunks at this point. A lot of the listeners probably are. And... Uh, me and, and two partners, we owned 16 of them at the time. And we, you know, they've kind of turned into this sensation where everyone has made them their avatars. So they're just like they NFT art or something? Yeah, it's, they're the first of its kind. They're like, I have this historical significance of 2017. Larva Labs made these 10,000 crypto punks. And so they've gained a ton of steam since um, basically the, since 2020. Uh, prior to that, they like took a while. It took over a year for them to even get claimed in full. And now they have this historical provenance and significance that... Uh, I think the floor to buy one is like 18 Ethereum, which is, you know, basically like 50K right now. I think it, uh, Ethereum dropped How a little bit today. How much did you buy them It's for. 36K, I think. So, no, it's probably more than that. But Rufus, you can do the math on the site since you're not really speaking much anyway, this pod. <laughs> um, so I have the 16, so I own three of them personally. And we what did you own? What did you buy them at? I couldn't even tell you. Uh, I don't remember uh, my, the one that looks just like me. I think we bought for, I think it was 30 ETH at the time back in like February or early March. That was like, like the one that I have as my avatar now. Well, you bought them for 30 You bought this year. You bought them this year. Yeah. I bought two earlier this week, two more. So I I put like a hundred thousand in on Monday to uh, two more. So you bought them for more than they're worth now? So here's the deal. So we had these 16 and we decided that we were going to, hire a dc and marvel artist his name's chris wall he's in australia and actually have him make characters out of the 16 punks and then we would write a comic about it uh which we did it's 24 pages full color and we would make it an nft and kind of paying homage to the 10,000 crypto punks we did 10,000 comics and people could mint them now what they're kind of like the the utility of it outside of just like this cool piece of art or you know historical value whatever you want to call it is we actually then put the 16 crypto punks in like a side wrapped uh, smart contract that people that basically buy the comic get fractional ownership and proportional ownership of the 16 punks themselves. So it kind of lowers the price point for someone that wants to have a piece of crypto punks, but doesn't have 45 to 50 K to buy one. Uh, they can, you know, buy one at a much cheaper point. And there's some other tokenomics behind it that are pretty detailed, but uh, it's the 10,000 sold out after about three weeks. Uh, they were 0.2 for each comic. Now to get one in the secondary market, you have to pay like 1.3. So it's already about a 6X. Is this what you call a pump and dump? And when is the dump? So that I make sure I'm not Yeah, it's, it's. I should have told you guys to actually buy some because it was a pretty good investment, I think. There's no there's no dump here. Again, the secondary market's already 6.5X what the minting price skin cost was a month ago. So um, it was good, man. We did 2,000 Ethereum and I had a percentage of that. And now there's secondary sales and... There, there's this meta hero like avatar project that wait is, so two thousand uh, ethereum is then how much money is that like six million or something it's uh, two thousand little, little ethereum's over four are right 2100 2, us dollars for one ethereum so this yeah. is why you don't have to bet anymore huh yeah it was it's been a nice couple of months and there's just so much upside of the nft so space. like when we go to there's also time, downside in it too though yeah there? i'll finally buy it Sure, it's super swinging and volatile. I'd say CryptoPunks are kind of the least volatile NFT option right You're now. You're definitely, I'm um, definitely letting you buy this. I can, stuff. I can buy. We're, we're, we're. I, I owe you a couple of dinners regardless. So, there's a place up here in San Francisco that I just heard about that does a nine 
course tasting menu of just Wagyu. Oh, geez. Where they just from around the world? Di- no, they use different um, like Wagyu parts. Like it's like Ophel, Wagyu Ophel kind of thing. Got it. Well, I'll fly so, up and I'll take you then. How about that? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be down in Orange County like August 5th to the 15th also, but there's nowhere good to eat there. So I'll actually be in the same city as well. That like same first week. You'll be in Newport? Yeah, yeah, I'll be up. I mean, it's not that far from me anyway, but I'll be there because my family's doing the same thing. Too, Where like will we eat? Wait, when is this? I still love Pizzeria Matzo. That's like one of my favorites. Yeah, spots. I was just there on Saturday. I, we went down quickly for the fourth. Oh, well, we thanks for like letting me know. Days. Yeah. All right. Maybe I won't Dude, bite we like there. We were barely able to like leave our hotel with a two-year-old and a four-year-old. It was not... That when we come back in August, we'll be there for like 11 days. It'll be... It, uh, we'll go grab dinner. Yeah, Rufus we'll make it come out. And we can go hit a couple. We can go hit a couple places play golf, dude. I have I have no schedule now. I mean, I do have a schedule, but I can be anywhere at any time. That's not a bad idea. That's a, yeah. a like. Who knows? Have you guys the ever heard the my ice, oyster? Have you guys ever heard the ice cream analogy? No. This is like one of the most valuable analogies or stories that I'll ever tell our listeners. So when you're young, you can eat all the ice cream you want. But unfortunately, you have no money to buy it and you can't drive to the place to buy to get the ice cream. When you get a little bit older, you can still eat all the ice cream you want. You can finally drive to go get it, but you don't have enough money to pay for all the ice cream you want. When you get older, you have the money, you can drive to get a, to get the ice cream, but you can no longer eat all the ice cream you want. So what we all aspire for is to be able to drive to get the ice cream to be able to pay for the ice cream and to still be able to eat all the ice cream we want. Yes. And that's the end of the pod. Thanks, Jeff. I mean, that's isn't that fun. like a great philosophy? Does anyone not, Rufus, I can explain it to you. If you want. I, I get it, Jeff. I get it. <laughs> I appreciate it. I, I think that's the best way you put things. Yeah. It's a good analogy for you right now, right? Yeah. It's like you've used that before. It seemed too prepared. Have you used that in a speech well, before? I've, I've told Conference. the story, like okay. my, the, the guy that's, I consider like my main mentor in life. He was the operating partner at Kleiner Perkins during the heyday, which was like one of the legendary VCs. Like the guy is used to own the San Jose Sharks. Like he's amazing. He's the one that first told me that analogy. And like, I was like, that is an incredible story. Cause it's, it's pretty much what we live in our lives. So anyways, okay. It's so, like saying youth is wasted on the young. I feel like I understand myself so much more than I did like the revelation 10 years ago, right? Well, no. Is, I mean, is youth is wasted on the young in the book of Revelation? Probably, but probably not in English. We need to get a, we need to get someone that's actually a Christian to answer this for us. Is there anyone here? That's true. We, I, can, I, can I actually you, have a friend that, that is Christian. Are you going to phone a friend for us? I, I can text him, yeah. I can only um, get the Buddhist proverbs. I forgot about that actually from last yeah, time. Yeah, see, I, was I gotta on the bring show. it up every once in a while. Yeah. Um, so you've done this crypto punk thing, and and you're still occasionally like you just tweeted out a WNBA bet. So anyone that's listening to this right now, well, there like, was just a Sabrina Ionescu like tweet uh, did an Instagram post in her story, and they're stuck at the airport. They're trying to travel to Indiana. They can't get out. Uh, so and Indiana is like probably the worst. WNBA team like in the last decade, but it just um they've been at the airport for nine hours and the flight how got many, canceled. How many years so have now, we had So WNBA. now they're not sure how they're gonna get there to Indiana because the flight officially got canceled after they sat in the airport for nine hours. So I, I would love WNBA they aren't flying was... private. What? WNBA they aren't flying private? That's weird. 
Oh, private flying. Um, for some reason, they don't yet. That's we can weird. we can talk to somebody about that. So, so are you spending your time on Instagram looking for news? <laughs> no, you, someone Jeff, sent it. Jeff someone sent it to me, time. and I just was like, "Well, if so anyone when you can get when it. you send something like that out, Preston, is the do you think the goal like you're just like trying to get ahead of the line move? Like, I haven't sent any. I haven't even been, and you know, I haven't bet any WNBA all year. I was just forwarding the info. I didn't even know the WNBA was going on. I never. And and honestly, it's a horrible time. It's overnight. Like, why would you ever bet a WNBA overnight? But uh, it's only up a few spots. But the idea is that tomorrow morning, that line won't exist anyways. And so, if anyone wanted it, I was just relaying to our little crew. So, yeah. There's so many answers to that question. Why would you ever bet an NBA, uh, WNBA? Well, I mean, typically you wouldn't ever touch one. But in this case, I was like, if anyone wants to take advantage of that, that IG post, I'm sure New York Liberty, you know, on no sleep wins by double digits now. But so uh, question on this. like, So you tweet, you uh, sent out to our group, Suns minus one and a half in this series, right? Yeah, plus 125 range. What was, yep. what was the reasoning? Now that looks good right now. I'm trying to mush it, but like, um, why, why did you, why did you like that? Uh, just from a numbers perspective, it had a bigger edge than laying minus 190 or minus 200 on the series. And then I thought there was some upside prior to Giannis actually playing game one that he just either wouldn't play much at all or he would be extremely hampered. And then he looked really competent in the third quarter. He had 20 points in this game and um, hopefully it doesn't matter anyway. But, uh, Part of it was just trying to play the uncertainty that I didn't think was priced in correctly on Giannis's health. And then I heard from someone like an hour later that uh, he would not have been cleared to play game one if he wasn't so adamant about not wanting to miss a game. And I thought that was really interesting. And that comes from a, a credible source that has connection with the team. And so um, my hearing that, I was like, well, that's fine in the end. Like, he's just not healthy enough to be a factor. And then he's just like, 38 points and 12 rebounds with over three minutes to go right now. As I look up at the screen, I mean, he's, he looks maybe not a hundred percent, but he's playing pretty damn good. So um, hopefully it ends up cashing for everybody, but it, it was more just to play on, on, on somewhat the numbers, but also the Giannis uncertainty. I bet the Bucks back today in the series after how he looked plus one and a half or just uh, like them no, to no, win no, the series. Like the series, like it was like plus two something. 70. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was more just to have something. I didn't actually bet the minus one and a half because I couldn't find it anywhere with like enough limit to make it worth it. So I just was that's true because you have all the Calcutta money now. That's a good point. Did yeah. you just lay I mean, minus one ninety? You guys all you have you the Calcutta money, the pump and dump money. Where's my money? <laughs> good question. Though you Rufus, keep you have the straight Calcutta? up golf betting money. You're Rufus can't even afford a camera anymore. I know. So yeah, I, I leave. I leave your guys' podcast for three months, and and here we are. Rufus has no video. He's extremely like sound so uh, somber is the word. Yeah. Just took him three minutes to say it's something. More life events, time. but that's yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to so, ask, uh, but I I'm, I feel bad if it is what I think it might be. So, so Rufus, um, you we'll can take off that. the brown paper oh, okay. bag that you're wearing because your mask is not your video. Your camera's not working, so you don't have to have the brown paper bag on. This is good. <laughs> Are you taking it off? Because you sound muffled. Yeah, it's off. Okay, so I'm no longer a, a Saints fan. What about Taysom Hill? We everyone's a Taysom Hill fan. Actually, I didn't even mean that in the fact that I liked the Saints last year. I just remember that people used to wear brown bags in the Silver Dome, Superdome, not Silverdome. Well, they probably did in the Silverdome too, honestly. They don't actually but, show up at the Silverdome, so no. I don't think that's actually a, a case. Um, well, but it, it, do you guys all see place. our boy Ed, wait, wait, Ed Teach? The Silverdome was a place. 
that hosted Detroit Lions games. I know. I just uh, said yeah. that no one went to the Silver Dome was my point. Yeah, and, and teach one another future. Yeah, and everyone was like weighing in on the psych- psyche of Ed Teach tweeting out tickets. It was interesting. I, I, I have nothing wrong with it. If you want to celebrate a W, I don't care. But I just saw some people posting Ws after kind of uh, mocking him uh, later on. After I mean, there's I'm sure he would admit he has a bunch of losing features too. So no, he said that. At the, he said at the time. Okay, I mean, so Preston, you just celebrated a W with your crypto punk here. So, I mean. Yeah, man, you got to rub it, you rub it in everyone's face. Uh, we were poking and prodding him. It's true. It's true. The uh, oh, I don't care. People can yell at me if they want for for bragging yeah. for a second. But it was fun, and that's why. And honestly, it was one of the reasons I didn't end up re-signing with ESPN is I wanted to focus some time in the NFT space. I'm working on two other projects as well, separately from that now. Um, in the NFT starting space, a new, starting a new podcast and show next week uh, based on photography in the NFT space. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'm going actually going. Here's a, here's another one. You guys want me to to, to throw one? Out? I'm actually get invited to a dinner tomorrow night in Malibu that Paris Hilton will be attending. So let's just leave that one for Twitter. Yeah, is this going to be called the night in Paris? Yeah, <laughs> no. we're making it uh, a non-fungible token. Yeah, just tell <laughs> us next time before you pump it. Okay, okay. <laughs> now this is all getting way. <laughs> delete out this of episode, line. please. Let's get it all out of line. Sons um, are good. They're going to win. What's this. the reason you're going to this Malibu dinner party? It's just like a bunch of NFT people, but and, and Paris Hilton apparently, you know. Not apparently. She did sell one or two at one point in the last couple months and is trying to break into the scene. So uh, a few other artists will be there. And um, Can I, you do I a selfie t- with her? Promise you do a selfie with her. Selfie or I, selfie I, or I can try. Happen. Otherwise, people, I, I have to do it now. Or otherwise, people just think I made it up. Right? You have so to now, now I have to get a picture. Well, there's going to be seven people that are going to wonder. There are going to be seven people that wonder where your, fo- where, your, where your photo of Paris and you are. Is. Yeah, I'll make it happen. Um, and that, so, and that photo will get pumped up and then dumped. We, we can make the photo as well. Um, and we're going to NFT, we NFT and, eyes the yeah, photo. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Um, so that's, that's what you've been spending your time on. Rufus, what are, are you guys, are you guys focused at all on NFL yet? Has anyone been thinking about NFL? Um, I, I have not been focused on my NFL in terms of betting stuff. I've been like I've been focused largely on the NFL side on this um, product we're building for unabated actually. Oh, that, that we're is... not, we're not getting into unabated today because we don't want to waste Preston's time. That's going to be a you and me. No, no. Bug. But, but I think briefly, like, I think I can describe it because it's something I've done in the past on my own. It's, it's, you know, how I run those NFL future simulations. Mm-hmm. Basically, we're going to have a product um, that allows someone to run their own, or we run simulations that are fully customizable based on your own ratings and a bunch That's pretty of cool. And including like quarterback injury probability. Um, it'll like you can change this uncertainty essentially prior to Do you think you guys will overweight or underweight dynamic uncertainty? Well, you know, people accuse Massey Peabody of, um, overweighting it meaning overweighting prior strength but the whole point is that if you think that's the case you get to like you can be the data you scientist can tune and say, your dynamic uncertainty yeah, exactly oh, like cool. it's it's a literally it's like a you know it, it's we, i want to allow people to quantify their opinions be careful how you use that word rufus dynamic uncertainty no literally <laughs> you got to use it correctly most people use it incorrectly oh like literary 
No, not like they just say it too often. Like ironic. That's what they, it's the same thing. Okay. So this was the question I wanted to ask you after the team. Like irregardless. Both of you guys, irregardless. irregardless I know what it was. I'm going to, I'm going to predict what it was because we had mentioned Taysom Hill right before it. No, no, no. And your friend, Matthew David, our friend, Matthew David, actually had a tweet a few months ago asking if there was Taysom Hill MVP odds listed anywhere. And I was like, finally, someone sees the light. Matthew, I love you. Like 500 to one shot? Why not? Anyways, continue. No, what I was asking is um, if you guys were going to like send a picture out of any bet that you'd ever made, which would it be? Oh, it would. What's good? I mean, it would be like Kyle Stanley to win the farmer's insurance or Adam. It would have been one of my bad beat bets. Those are the best to tweet out. Huh. I think it. Because you have people commiserating with you, and that's like, I don't know. I like that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, yeah. Mine would be Haralabob's Lakers futures bet. The actual ticket signed by Vulgaris? Yeah, I have it, and it's I'm making an NFT out of it, so we're good. All right. Just keep me posted. What's your, what would yours be, Preston? I would say the most, uh, the most profitable thing I ever posted on Twitter was the Dak Prescott offensive rookie of the year. Uh, mm. And a lot of people were able to get 375 to one and 225 to one and 175 to one. I, I bet it at 500 to one. And then I also had some bets at uh, 175 to one. And it was the week before Tony Romo went down in the preseason and then Dak took over and then Dak ended up winning. So it'd probably be uh, a shot of five dimes at 500 to one. Rest in peace, Tony. And everyone else that was able to get down as well in the 375 to 175 range. What's the biggest long shot you guys have ever won? 999 to one, probably. On a golfer? Yeah. A few of them. Really? Who was the one it? I remember the most was Ted Potter Jr. for the Greenbrier. It was bet fair, so it wasn't like it was for a ton. Uh-huh. I think it was like literally $20 to win 20 grand or something, but take it. I mean, there's. I mean, there, there, it seems like there's one every year that's like at least back when we had a bet fair, there's one every year at that price that we would hit or like at the 700 to one plus price. You know, there's 150 golfers in a tournament though, so there are going to be people that win that are a thousand to one or higher. How about you, Preston? Biggest long shot you've ever won? It's probably the deck one. I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't bet golf, I don't even fire Super Bowl props very heavily, so nothing that would have hit there. And so, yeah, I think that's probably it. I think mine is the 101 uh, UCLA future that we would have bet one last year in the if COVID hadn't hit. <laughs> Did you hear Juzang's coming back? I know, I heard. Best that's free shooter in the world. I'm excited. Um, yeah, it's interesting. No, I think, Rufus, my favorite future ever is Henrik Stenson to win, like, I don't know, one of the British majors. Open. 2016 British Open? Yeah, I, I mean, that I got from you. I had him for the 2016 US Open where he was like in second place after round one and then still managed, managed to like shoot 10 over and then not show up. There was a delay in it. And so he had to finish his last two holes on Saturday and he'd been like 10 over par and was in danger of missing the cut. And he just decided not to show up like because he was so pissed off. And, and so like he was actually beating a bunch of golfers that were going to miss the cut but he didn't finish his last two holes. So we lost everything on him, but then he came back and won the British open. So it was always forgiven. Nice. So 
going into this year for the NFL, like given what happened last year and how are you guys going to handle like Rufus, how are you going to handle priors for a team like the Patriots? Um, with, I don't know. I haven't thought about it to be honest. Cause they're getting a ton of guys back. They have a ton of changeover on their roster. It almost seems like they're a team that their priors should be like a little bit weighted less. Yeah. You were? I mean, and I think that people should have the opportunity to weight the prior less. Oh, on unabated. They can do that. <laughs> nice plug. I <laughs> know. Sorry. They, didn't I'm they being... spend a bunch of money too this off season for once? Like they, they really haven't in a few years. Yeah. So. No, they, they spent did. a ton of money and like, yeah. it's weird. I forgot who I was like listening to talk about this and they were basically just saying like, they never believed that that's a good strategy. And so, like, ultimately, like, even though they did spend a lot of money, like, a lot of the smart people, I think Harbensmeyer might have said this. I don't think it's a good strategy. Well, I, I, mean, I think generally it isn't, and, and the Patriots kind of have known that it's bad, and so that's why they generally don't. But I wonder if they – it's it's either one of two things, in my opinion. It's either Belichick trying to save face after last year, you know, falling off without Brady. Brady ends up winning a Super Bowl. They just got to do whatever they can to try to win right now. Or they think it's like an efficiency now the other way back where teams aren't spending enough on like middle tier guys that are, are worth whatever the like five to six, seven million range that they scooped. That's a good point because you can't say one thing is a good or bad strategy in a vacuum because it all depends on what everybody else is doing. And it's like there would be a point in basketball where the mid range jumper is a good shot, right? If everybody is only guarding, I like it when Rufus tries if, to talk about the NBA. If everybody is only guarding the rim and the three-point line, and it's contested three-pointers, contested layups, wide open mid-range jumper, you it's know, just, it's just like theoretically, it's hard to do, right? To do both of those effectively. I mean, he's right in the things. sense of like why the Suns have made this run. They're now up 2-0 outside of injuries to, to other you know opponents that they faced, but Paul well, and, I, I and Booker to, are great in the mid-range. I mean, I contend, and I know you don't really have a horse in this race, but I contend the Lakers would have beat them. Well, I mean, they were up eleven when AD went out, about to go up three-one. The That's Lakers insane. for sure. Like, yeah. I mean, if you weren't, if you if you cared about either team, I wouldn't have this conversation. But I think the yeah, I know, I love the Clippers so much. If the Lakers were up <laughs> three to one and up eleven points in the game five, it was no, game they're four. Up, they're they were going to go up three-one. Uh, yeah. Davis didn't get hurt, and the second half went to hell. So, I mean, probably would have gone up three-one. Not, I not had Lakers futures for both the the East, uh, sorry, the West, and for the 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 titles. So Honestly, just from because I know Jeff, you're an NBA fan anyway, but just from like a fan perspective, I had someone reach out to me and say like how disappointed they actually are that it's not Lakers Nets because the Nets I think were far and away the best team in the East. No, Lakers Nets would have been insane. It would have been so awesome. How massive would that have been? Who? I mean, the Nets would have been favored probably, right? I don't know. Uh, Lakers, I wouldn't have had home court. So yeah, probably Nets slightly. And they were in the, in the title market. Well, as well so as going, going into the, the, when it looked like AD and uh, LeBron were like relatively healthy, I thought for sure, like holding Lakers futures that, you know, and I hate the Lakers, right. They're like my least favorite team because yeah. I'm a Celtics fan. So Ultimately, like it was like almost like an emotional hedge to bet on the Lakers because I'm like, if they win again, at least I'm going to profit from it. And then, yeah, but I was always most worried about the Nets, to be honest, because I I just felt like if those three guys, those three, that team, when they were all playing, they were pretty insane. 
even when Harden was out and Kyrie and KD beat this Bucks team by 49 in game two, they were up yeah. 2-0 and then Kyrie got hurt too. So it really, they only needed two of them and they probably would have been in the finals. And uh, I think that's telling then if you had had healthy Lakers, healthy Nets would have been a hell of a series. It's kind of bummed out. Probably won't. I don't know if next year, you know, I don't think the Lakers will, I don't know. I feel like they're both just getting, at least LeBron's getting older on that side of things. And AD is just 50-50 to be healthy anyway. Do you guys um, know, have you guys looked at NFL futures yet? I've looked at them some. I've really dug in the last. Don't look, don't look, don't look. I okay, want to I ask, look. I have them in front of you guys. I want to ask you guys some questions on the NFL futures and see what your, your like gut reaction is without like looking at it. Rufus, have you looked at I haven't at them? yet. I haven't looked at okay, all. So let, let's Believe do this. So who do you guys very think? Very rare for me. I, who do you guys think is... the shortest odds on Chris are? On, for like, the I mean, Chiefs. I, I, the Chiefs. Okay. Who do you think the That'd next my shortest guess. are? The Buccaneers. Okay. Who do you think the and how much does pirate corn cost? Then the Ravens, maybe four seven. How much does pirate corn cost? The Bills. Buccaneer. 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 Okay. Delete that part out. (laughs) So we don't delete anything ever. So good. We don't know how to edit (laughs) anything. We don't know Um, how to do those. Number three. Who's number three? I think it's the Bills. Ravens. Is it really the Ravens? Neither you. I'm guessing both of you guys, Wait, both uh, you, maybe uh, it's hello. Both of you guys Niners? have not guessed yet. Both of you guys have not guessed yet. It's not the Bills or Niners. The Rams. No, it's the Rams. Okay. What? That doesn't make any sense. Matthew you just Stafford said it. Season. I know, but I mean, I was guessing. I like. I I thought the Ravens made the most sense. I think the Ravens are the, like sh- the Ravens should be higher than the other teams. Personally. Okay. Well, then who do you guys think is next after that? Then. The Bills. Okay. Where are the Ravens? They are probably sixth they're, or seventh. Again, I think the Browns are up there too. I right? would bet the Ravens. The Browns Just are not next. having run my own futures. I would say the Ravens. The Browns are, are next. They're fifth. The the Browns. What? I, yeah. Wow. Yeah. This doesn't make sense. So Rufus is now. He's back in. He's he's in on Baltimore. Yeah. I just I just did like I ran a um, mental dra- regression V one of of Massey Peabody and it was like it was like Ravens number one I think so. I'm I'm gonna bet or at some, least top three. I don't remember. Where are the same? I have to bet some not big, number one obligatory but, Patriots futures. But right I ran it with Jameis Winston. I think Jameis Winston is a fine quarterback. I'm fine with him. Yeah, Taysom Hill is really good at quarterback too. Uh, I thought he's good at like tight end, like Tim Tebow. <laughs> have you bet any of the props on Tim Tebow yet, Jeff? All the no's or whatever, or all the yeses. If you're just a big fan, the and Saints are plus thirty seven hundred. To win the yeah. Super Bowl? That mm-hmm. seems like good value to me. <laughs> the one mental regression he ran on Massey Peabody. 37 to 1 Saints. But he overestimated. I haven't bet anything. FYI, though. I bet nothing Fair. and they're not run my numbers. So it just, I'm just guessing. I mean, if yeah. you thought I liked the Saints with Drew Brees, what do you think? Hey, Rufy, you got to get in right now on the Jets. Jets are plus 12.5. 12,500? Yeah. I'm firmly in the camp that wide receivers don't matter, which, you know, I know the so, running backs don't matter camp. Yeah, is like so very do cold, kickers but matter? Like, but, like, the – um, no, definitely not, except Justin sure? But, okay. but, no, I know, like, I think didn't Pro Football Focus do a, uh, like, draft of, like, if they were drafting essentially players based on value now or I don't know. Like, uh, if you're drafting the NFL now, like, with players in the league – and like 30 of the 60 they drafted were like wide receivers. And I was like, what? 
Can we can we talk a little bit about make any sense to me? Can, let's do this. Let's do like a thought exercise of what our Calcutta should be for a preseason NFL. Like, what should the scoring system be? Should it just be? Should we really just do a? We should probably just do a regular season Calcutta, no, and then do a new one for the playoffs. Or do we? Should we do one through? from the beginning of the season through the end, and then just do another one just for the playoffs. I like the latter. And I think we have a certain percentage of the pot on based on regular season stuff. Like you could say 75% of the pot is decided in the regular season and 25% of the playoffs. You could have something like, so you'd have a, it could be like each win is worth a certain amount. And then all this, but you you can't really do that because you don't do, this is going to sound dumb. Yeah. I guess you do know how many wins you can do anything. Yeah, but you, you could know, really you should say all wins. You could say five percent of the pot or twenty-five percent of the pot is allocated based on wins. And so, you know, let's say there's five ties. Well, I don't yeah. even know how many games there are anymore because there's you know is seven, there seventeen this year? Right. I have to add another yeah. sixteen games, and that's you know, hard work. Um is it really? What's it only? Two fifty six. Do you have the Rufus, do you have the calculator app on your phone? Two fifty six plus sixteen. That's that's yeah. Two seventy two. If like you know, <laughs> if you have a few ties, you know, basically carry the one, dot you, the i, you do some division, and it ends up being like a win is worth like zero point something, one percent. But it's each win, and there you go. Should you do, do some that. sort of side like point differential bonuses. Um... Or, or you could, I mean, you could get really creative. You can say every team that has at least every winning, like, you know, 10% of the pot is divided evenly among all teams that have double digit wins or something. So if you get nine wins, it's worth nothing. Right. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you, you can, you can do all, I mean, there's so, so much you can do with it. I think that's the beauty of it. Rufus, do you think it's better for the golfers to play the Scottish or to play the John Deere Scottish? It was kind of a joke. There's like okay. no one good in the John Deere, is there? No, there are. Sebastian Munoz. Oh. He's winning too. Hank Libio. If he wins, I'll be very happy. Is this what part of the Calcutta at? exercise? Thought exercise? Definitely. It's like me trying to pick off Rufus on his pricing. Sometimes he can't he can't contain himself. Okay, so if we go back to this NFL Calcutta idea. So parts based on wins, like we could have some amazing shitty, shitty bets, right? Mm -hmm. Like most losses, team with most losses, team that gets blown out by the most, team that allows the most points, team that, you know, there's some good ones, right? Yeah, you could do anything. Everything's up in the air. Literally, you literally can do anything with it. You could even go down to like you know, quarterback that throws for the most yards. And like if that team, like you could even go a little bit player specific for like 5% of the pot or something. You, you could, could go to a ton. You could go team that has the most players attempt to pass. Ooh. You could, you know, you could have you most could have game, that be like a huge, most players <laughs> placed on IR. You could literally do whatever you want. We should, we should do the NFL regular season one. We should do with like pretty high, like percentage junk bets. It'd be yeah. pretty fun. Like the only that would help with the randomness of it all. Yeah, we should do one where it's like only bad stuff happening, and so like the Jets. See, you got to be back for the NFL team. one because I need my NFL partner back. I know our ROI is too high. Do you remember? And, do you remember when I told you maybe we should just quit like our jobs and just 
do Calcutta's for a living? You you did. I think we both have probably been about equal since, but that would have been funner and a lot less stressful on my end. So I, I still regret not saying yes to your proposal. Yeah, I regret good. actually doing that. You regret <laughs> ever doing a Calcutta? Quitting my yeah. job and just deciding to be a professional Calcutta. Griffiths, if you Cal- lose again in this Calcutta, I, first of all, I'm there's like, zero. There is zero chance that I win in this cal- this British. Oh Olympic no! Olympic. You stop trying to zero reverse chance. jinx yourself. Like I'm gonna no. be like I'm. I feel like I'm. I, I'm. I'm gonna be playing scared this time because I'm like I can't literally go over on all the golf. No, I kind of feel like you played a little bit scared in the last one. That's why I, I kind of did. All those golfers. It, well, I but I played scared and I still own two hundred and ten thousand dollars worth of golfers. So, wow. You own the wrong two hundred ten thousand yeah, dollars. of apparently. So you guys have you guys have moved on from Rufus Coin to dollars and these golf ones. No, no, no. no this is do- like do- a, dollars. It's like it's the, you know, they're they're you know, just a slight. Ru- Rufus Coin uses a dollar sign as its official symbol because we're too ah, cheap of course, to like, of course, yeah. hire a graphic designer. Yeah, we don't have Daft Punk comics or whatever. So we're, we're we have pump, is we that like your favorite anything. band now? I mean, every time I see you're tweeting about this stuff, I'm always like, what, what's Daft Punk have to do with any of this? There's no Daft has anything to do with it other than the music group. You know, like you read things and you always like read them the wrong way. You're like, oh yeah, Daft, like Preston's doing Daft Punk comics. It's great. Good for him. Okay. What are you guys looking forward to most between now and the NFL season? Like, because when you guys get an NFL season, you get pretty locked in. And I guess the question is like, NFL or college, which are you more excited about? I've the last four weeks I've done a ton of college work actually. So I, I'm I'm pretty prepped for college. I feel like I'm in a pretty good spot. And then I started this week on my like daily show. I'm doing talking about the SEC, going through each team, any futures bets I like, and I'll do Big Ten next week. I'm just gonna go conference by conference till the season starts. But I, I'm pretty set for college. Uh and I, I'm with Rufus. I haven't started a ton of NFL work outside of a preliminary base projection after I did uh, right after the draft, after the NFL draft. But uh, I, I man, I, as a kid that grew up in LA when there were no NFL teams in LA and then I moved away and then they got NFL teams. I just don't have an attachment to the NFL. Like I have the NBA baseball or college sports. So it's tough for me to get super into the NFL, but I know it's like doing media stuff. It's all anyone wants to hear. And so I kind of, it exhausts me to some extent. And I think I've kind of procrastinated a little bit this summer. I mean, who's the, is it going to be like the usual suspects again? Bama. I like Georgia at eight to one or better. I think it's a worthwhile bet. For the who's National their quarter? Is it going to so. be the uh, JT? What's it? JT the, Daniels. Yeah, yeah. He took, for some reason, they didn't really play him until those last four games or so last season, but can probably take their offense to another level. And defensively, they'll be in a good spot with Kirby Smart. And they're, they actually open up against Clemson in yeah. week one. And there's actually so we if bet you have, some if plus you have, five right now. Should we bet some plus five and have our money tied up for three months? You have plus five on Chris or something right now? Yeah, plus five. There you go. It's a good bet. It was uh I know Jazz had if you have the PH uh PPH, it's four and a half there as of last night. But there's like other spots like like uh FanDuel and some others that were only three. So I don't know, it's kind of all over the place, but it's because it's like, so early. Like literally, like if I bet it, every time I bet it, it's gonna move five cents. What are the limits? Probably, probably more than that. If it's like a 2K limit max, maybe less. Jeff, do you want me to move it to plus three? 1K. Yeah, 1K. Let's see how quickly I can move it to plus three. I, I do think Did you, you should. Just move, someone else just moved it. It's now four not, and a half minus one ten. I promise you. It's are you now guys plus live? four and a half minus one ten. We're live. Are we on any stream right now? No, no, we're not on the stream. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, it wasn't me. But I will say this. The reason why I like the Georgia number now is I think 
if they do beat Clemson outright, which is certainly a possibility, then that price is going to be like four to one or worse right after that. And if they lose and they end up winning the SEC, which they definitely can, then they're going to be in the playoff anyway. So I think it's it's it would be pointless to wait on the Georgia number because it's not so going to get Georgia, much worse. If they Georgia Georgia eight plus eight hundred is that's a buy right now. Yeah, there's a ten to one on uh, Buckeye, and there's a few eight to one, nine to one just in, in the U.S. What's what are they? Do you know what they are in Vegas? I, might I, lo- Vegas I love I love betting. You can get eight to one. Love Vegas. betting futures on on credit accounts with. You know, the PGA. usually they're vague to hell and it's not worthwhile. But uh, I was with someone last night that had a Buckeye account and they pulled it up and got 10 to 1. So, oh, right. I'm just saying that, I mean, you never know how long that account will like. Yeah, for him, it, it doesn't okay, matter. Yeah. Six, like six months later, there's a lot of risk of losing accounts and stuff. That's that's what I was getting at. But won't for they sure. usually pay that off if you lose that account or they, they just shut you down? They can just shut you down and get out of it if they want. They don't, right? Care. I mean, it's it's not through a cent. Well, the software, you know, I wouldn't ever do that with like a, you know, a PPH. It's just me. Um, so now the Nationals are tied eight to eight. For those of you guys that care, did first five win at least? First five did win. All right, congrats to whoever it was I saw on Twitter complaining about that. At least, hopefully Jeff can win. I did. I moved a lot of um, a lot of Olympic uh, water polo bets. By the way, globally. The women's, Jeff, the U.S. women's. Ever, did, were you ever? Did you ever go to the Olympic trials for water polo? Did they have I mean, Olympic it, trials? I don't know. I, I, no. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a very. I was a very good water polo coach. I'm not a very good water polo player because, like, if you don't know, I'm not athletic. Um, but like the women's, the U.S. women's water polo team. Break I it down. Feel, what's up? Break it down. <laughs> they basically like lost one game internationally in the last eight years nine really? years holy cow all right yeah they won the last i mean they're and um they were like only minus 180 to win the gold when i looked at them on chris and now they're probably let me check what they are as we speak <laughs> so you clicked it like 12 times <laughs> up to minus 500 still let's, good let's let's just say they might have taken taken the bet down for a little while <laughs> They do that if you hit it enough times in a row, yeah. Yeah, if you're anyone, right? Like, who knows? Right? Yeah, they, they'll think you know something, and they'll just make sure there's no weird info. Post it. You're talking about online? Sorry. What's up? Which side are you talking about? Uh, Chris, Chris, probably. Oh. Yeah. I've never seen how, much, how much were they taking for water polo? They taking 5K. Wow. Where, yeah. well, that's good. Could, because you it's, played it's, water polo. I, there's rumor actually that there was a picture going on of you uh, once upon a time in a, in a water polo. I'm sure uniform. There's, there's plenty of them. <laughs> <laughs> so don't Google it if you're listening, but Unless uh, you if, like, so do you think dinner. if you actually followed it regularly that you could like beat a water polo market? If it existed? Oh, I mean, this, it, this was a bad market. It's USA minus 300 now. And 300 is fair. I don't know. Why this would is... it have been so low if they haven't lost more than one match in eight years? That seems kind of crazy. Guys, what do you think about Ricardo Funk at plus 250 for the canoeing K1 slalom <laughs> women winner? I like Chris that. is taking four grand on this. This is impressive. That's, I'm, yeah, I'm, that gonna, a, I'm like, honestly, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. This like US one is similar to like a Mayweather type event, right? And how, not, is there and that much action on these other how countries? Is, yeah, I don't get it. There's something called artistic swimming duet women winner. And I'm not, and I'm not saying swimming, that betting one duet? team to win anything is the same as betting like a straight 
Like, there's tons of stuff that could happen. But, Is it like the COVID variant somehow still that could somehow like? I mean, I asked. I asked. Or... I asked a good friend of mine that like was one of the coaches like on the team for a while. I was like, like, what do you think the chance are of them losing? He's like, their goalie and Maggie Steffens. Like the, Maggie Steffens is probably the best player in the world. Their goalie is the best goalie in the world. She's like, they. He's like, they would both have to get injured and out, and still they probably should win. So should I lay 30,000 to win 10,000 here at minus 300? No, because I would feel terrible if, if they lost. Like I don't, and then like, <laughs> it's like, you. this is like the whole. I'll bill you, is that what he just said? Yeah. Send an invoice. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. But I can get South Africa for plus like, this is a number that I can't read it so high. There's a lot of thousands. The max bet is $10 to win 10,000. So that's a lot. So I, I kind of oh, think you gotta do it, if, if I mean, anyone really cares about betting given, water polo. What do they say? Any I kind of think the men, time in the, the water. I think Hungary is the best bet on the men's side. And it's they were plus, they were plus 275. They're only plus 230 now, which I wouldn't want oh, to bet because their, the side. their side of the draw is so weak that they're going to coast into like the metal, the metal round. And then what oh, would wow. they be in the metal round the against middle. the next best team? Or- I mean, I don't know. I'm like, honestly, like this is now just talking on my ass. The, the women's <laughs> thing is the women's thing is something I have conviction in enough. Like See, that I, I I'm disappointed they don't have all the sailing markets. They only have sailing, too, laser, just... radial women. Hold on, hold RSX on, actually. Women, I want to go back to what women. you said. Oh, no, that, that's just the women's. Wait, it, it, where are the men's sailing markets? Jeff, while oh, you were talking, we I think Found you it. missed it. Rufus said there is an event that is artistic duet. No, yeah, the artistic the duet. They're like artistic painting while they swimming? ride. I don't know. That's, an, that's insane, whatever that is. I have to Google it on YouTube after this. Maybe they just. Do you guys ever bet? Have you, do you ever really bet Olympics? I never. never have. Huh. You know what's funny is that I actually, when I, I, you know, I sailed in college, Jeff, and earned four varsity letters. But I sailed. Where'd you go to school? Um, it's a small school in in Connecticut. Okay. Think um, think shittiest Ivy. Think shittiest Ivy, and then you'll get it. <laughs> okay. You'll get it. Definitely got it. Think okay, think good. Cleveland Browns, and you'll get shittiest. No, I'm just kidding. Um, is that actually the the, the worst no Ivy? Idea. I think the no, I have no idea. It's no brown. Idea. They're, they're all special in their own way. No, Yale is like not. Yale is like no. I'm I mean, talking about Brown when he said Cleveland Browns. Is oh, Brown the worst idea? Are they know? I just like the. Uh, I mean, it, I don't know. What's sorry, U.S. Doug. News and World Reports have to say? Like they don't. That that's a really good question. NLP, what is the shittiest? I, I would guess the worst in that regard would probably be Cornell. It's also yeah, but the, see, the thing is it's like the, biggest, the thing about Cornell why, is Cornell right? probably is the Cornell probably has the best a lot of probably the best engineering right yeah I mean so it, right exactly or hospitality it all depends on what you're there for but but Cornell's big and like the other ones are like small or and more liberal artsy I guess Cornell generally has a lot of white guys that miss three pointers too so I'll I, I'm, yeah. I'll take that I think that's an acceptable answer their their spawn their their mascot is chewing gum Buddy Bayheim didn't get into Cornell. That's why he went to Syracuse. Little known fact. That says something. I didn't but know that. It's actually anyway. Awesome. While I was while I was <laughs> sailing, um, in in college, I competed against one, two. I mean, not competed against. Sorry, on my team were three Olympians, three people that have sailed in the Olympics, and I believe I have former teammates sailing in the Olympics this year. So I need to get some intel. And so let's see. Uh, yeah, again, to win 10,000 on these sailing markets. So I'm going to have to send some text messages, get some info, and I'll, I'll send it along to you guys. 
Yeah, please. Yeah. All right. Um, we got anything else? Like we're we're almost at an hour now. Kind of entertaining talk. It's the great. It's a women's water polo breakdowns. Um, I just want to know how much you have on. Can you go through your history real quick and give us a rundown? I'll, I'll tell. Minus one eighty, minus one ninety three, uh, minus two hundred one, minus two fourteen. Please tout for us. I'll I'll tell you later. I'll Can you tweet it out? All right, hey guys, thanks for joining us. Melancholy Rufus, uh, Daft Punk, Preston, we all thank you. Thank you. Real for quick, us. real quick, before you sign everyone off, if anyone has ideas though for real about the NFL Calcutta, I think let's take them all and we'll just put together some smorgasbord of something. Yeah. That'll be pretty fun, even if it's like a bad one. I think that could just be uh, what ends up being the best and most fun for the season. I for agree. Sure. I think crowdsourcing will be a lot of fun. Awesome. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you all again uh, maybe in a couple numbers in a simulated system that break down the data analytically driven. Media coverage of sports gambling is pathetic. The bottom line is watered down. It seems like they don't get it. Puppeteers are put to end just running off a of leaded. 